0: My name's Abby Murphy. Welcome back to the That's Life podcast with... I always say, hi, I'm Abby Murphy, and then I introduce the podcast, and then I want to be like, with Abby Murphy. But I can't do that because I just said that I'm Abby Murphy. Anyways, but yeah, I'm Abby Murphy. I'm 19 years old, I go to Belmont University, and you are listening to a Christian podcast dedicated to walking through and navigating the rough transitions of life. A lot of things that the churches don't tend to talk about as much... Um, stereotypically, now if you find a good church that will touch on all of the topics of the nitty gritty stuff, I'm like, give it to me. I need to know all about it. Um, but for majority of, you know, just new believers coming to the church, you'll find really great sermons. Um, but we also have questions on, you know, weird things and transitions in life. Like, I don't know, I mean, from menopause to starting your period, from learning what female and male parts are to fill in the blank whatever these things are a little bit less talked about but that is why i'm here because i have hashtag no filter thank you thank you anyways you are meant to be here you're supposed to be here and i'm so happy that you have decided to join us i'm going to give you guys a little life update and then we're going to get into the nitty gritty chunk of what this podcast is about Today we are talking about confidence, how to find our confidence in places when we feel not confident, in places where we are put in situations where we, don't really know what the outcome is going to be. Therefore, we go into them with the worry and the fear that starts to creep in. But one thing we need to know is that that worry is not from the Lord. He would never send worry or anxiety into your heart. That is of the devil. And we're going to talk all about it. But first, let me give you guys a little life update. So I have two pimples. And it's making me really sad because I have a pimple. It's both on my right side and my forehead is breaking out. Not like not like breaking out, breaking out. Like It's like all the pimples where you feel it and it's like, beneath the surface and they just need to like erupt and like i've been telling my friends like i have pimples brewing underneath the skin that are just gonna like rise and i want to pop them so bad but i know if i pop them before they're ready i mean i know you're not supposed to pop them like at all but like no one does that and so if i pop them before they're ready i'm just gonna squeeze my skin it's just gonna make a scab so i'm like patience is key honey girl but i have one on the right side below my nose like Kind of like where a beauty mark would be, like the little freckle above the lip. And then the other one is on the right side of my chin. And I'm just like, mm, just get ready. They're just marinating there with all of the gunk. And I'm like, it's time for you to show yourself so that I can pop you. Anyways, that's that on that. School's been great. I've had my first full week, um, a Wednesday to a Wednesday because we started on a Wednesday. I'm exhausted, but in the best way possible. Like. I have a lot of schedules, so the way my schedule... I'm going to give you guys my schedule. So Mondays, I have an 8 o'clock class and a 9 o'clock class. That ends at 10, and then from 10 to 2, I have nothing, which is great. And then from 2 to 5, well, 2 to like 4.15, I have rehearsal. Mondays are great. Tuesday is my busiest day ever. I have an 8 o'clock class, a 9 o'clock class that ends at 9.50, and then I have a lesson from 9... No, 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 no. I got that wrong. Tuesday, I have class from 8 to 9.15 and then a lesson from 9.30 to 10 and then class from 10 to 10.50 and then class from 11 to 12.15 and then a lesson from 12.30 to 1, class from 1 to 2, rehearsal from 2 to 4.25. So that's like the busiest day. Wednesday I have an 8 o'clock class, 9 o'clock class, and then my break from 10 to 2. And then I have a class from 2 to 3, and then a class from 3 to 5. But he's really nice, and he's kind of splitting it up because it's choir. So he's having the boys come for the first hour, the girls come for the second hour. So technically I get an hour break in between there. And then my Thursday class, I have 8 to 9.15, and then I have 10 to 10.50, and then I have eleven to twelve fifteen, and then I have two to four forty-five, I think four forty-five, and then Fridays. Oh, I only have two classes, and it's eight o'clock to nine o'clock. And then on top of that, I have senior show rehearsal, and that is my week. So I'm a little bit exhausted, but in the best way possible because my classes are like conducting and acting and dance, and I have I have theory and oral skills, which if you know what that is, if you're a music major, it's like. M- music theory is basically like math for music notes and then aural skills is like hearing a note and then being able to like sing it on pitch or like uh someone says this key and this is do and you know just whatever it's like you've heard of like do re mi fa <sighs> sorry i'm just talking so much about it because that is all that my brain has been hearing forever <sighs> anyways i love it i truly love it and people are like oh i'm so sorry that you're busy and i'm like but i chose this this is what i chose i mean i could have chosen cho- chosen i could have chosen something else like i'm not you know don't feel sorry for me i chose to do this it's my choice and yeah it'll be exhausting some days but it's exhausting for everybody else too i mean people that sit in lectures all the time like that's mentally draining and you have essays to write like lots of essays like i maybe write one or two essays a semester like yeah it's a lot of time and energy but that's how i'm choosing to go with the path of my life. Like other people who are going to go do business or go do, you know, whatever you're going to do where it's more like lecture class type of things. It's like, well, you may have less classes, but you might have more work or you have a job or, you know, and I'm lucky enough to where I don't have to work a job. Some people in my major do have to work a job and I'm like, Oh, how are you doing it? I don't know. Um, But I'm lucky enough to where I am able to, you know, have, like take my free time and not have to work now. I I am working a little bit which Starts this month because you'll be hearing this on September 2nd and it starts this month and I am um Going to do weddings just for like a couple. I'm doing like three this month My sister needed extra help like with her job. So I'm working a couple weddings I'll get some wedding food some wedding cake. That'll be fun Um, but yeah, that's that and then basically the only other thing this is like all just if you're not interested in theater, this is, like, not going to be interesting to you at all. But I also have these things called SCTC auditions coming up, which is basically, like, a cattle call of auditions. So like, all of these companies come, like, amusement parks and uh, traveling, like, or not traveling, like uh, summer stock, like summer work, people who need actors, basically. Um, they come and you present this one minute audition. Um, and then they offer you a job if they want you. And, but in order to get there, you have to submit a virtual audition. So I have to get a cut ready and then I have to do all the stuff and, you know, and, but it's training me for the real world. Like I'm going into a job where I'm not going to get rest and that's going to be okay because I'm trying to find balance in it all that has been my thing I've been constantly just like praying like lord remind me of balance lord remind me of balance like keep me keep me grounded keep me prioritizing stillness um because it it gets really hard and I'm already finding myself sitting down and being like you could be doing something right now and then I'm like no because mentally I need to enjoy people I need to enjoy time I need to enjoy stillness I need to enjoy being by myself and I need to enjoy spending just wasting time like I need to waste time to remind myself that my schedule the work I'm doing that's not the priority you know it's not and truly when you think about it is it really is working and working and working for a goal that you kind of lose sight of because you get so caught up in the work is that really a way to live and like if it ever really truly gets to that point I'm gonna have to stop but I don't want to stop I love this. And so I'm just trying to navigate, you know, how to find stillness within the craziness. So I'll keep you guys updated on that. Um, We'll see how that goes. But anyways, transitioning this week, I have felt a lack of confidence big time. And what happened, so I'm going to just give you a little story time. Um, So basically we were in rehearsal. It was the first rehearsal I've had in like maybe a year and a half since my senior year spring. It was like the first rehearsal that I've had. Um, because freshman year in, in college, I don't know if I said that. I go to Belmont, I'm a sophomore, um, and I'm studying musical theater. I don't know if I said that, but I am. And uh, they don't allow freshmen to perform their um, freshman year unless like they need some boys or something. Um, but yeah, so uh, it's my first show. And I'm really, really excited, but I was really nervous and I didn't anticipate being out of the nervousness practice like I've been practicing drilling these songs memorizing these lines memorizing my songs all summer I was getting ahead and I was ready and I felt really really confident and then I just underestimated how my nerves would get the best of me because I haven't felt nervous in like that in a long time and so I really the first rehearsal the first two or three rehearsals um i felt very just not like my confidence went down and i was so confident i was so ready and then my what i knew i could do didn't show in what i i actually presented um within like my singing and my performance and i was like oh my gosh and i just had to remind myself if you listened to the last podcast you could hear it a little bit but i was like okay like i'm not trying to prove anything to anyone i this is just a starting place like this is just where I'm going to start and I'm going to grow because I know what I can do and I know it'll happen. Like I know it'll show once I get into the routine of things. But like that initial lack of confidence that I had when I had my first, I guess, quote unquote mess up was just like, really? Like, come on. And then that's when the worries start happening. Like, you go in and you might feel confident, but then something slips up and automatically you just go right back to where you were. And you just, like, the enemy is just sitting there lurking, like, waiting for just that moment for him to be like, oh, and now's my chance. Like, it's just like this tiny little second window. And if you just let him in, then he can take over really quickly. So, uh, that's the kind of what went behind talking about this today. I'm gonna dive into it, but first we're gonna pray. So, bow your heads, close your eyes. Don't close your eyes if you're driving. Don't close your eyes if you're running or even walking, but just pray how you pray. Sometimes I find myself like in prayer, opening my eyes, just looking around, but I don't feel bad about it. So, I'm like, you know, whatever. Anyways, I'm gonna pray now. Dear Jesus, thank you so much for being here and thank you for. revealing to me and reminding me that you are so present even in the busyness and thank you for constantly allowing me to hear your voice even when i don't really want to and you know saying that sounds kind of bad on a podcast on a mic but like you know my heart and and you know that i'm human and sometimes i don't want to hear your voice because i want my plan to happen but um lord you are gracious and you continue to remind me um gently and uh largely, I guess that, um, you know, your plan, it triumphs overall. And, uh, I pray that I continue to respond quickly and urgently to what you're calling me to. And I pray that the listener, um, responds in an even faster way. Um, and they, that, that they listen for you and, um, they cry out for you, Lord. Um, so be with this person, whatever they're going through, um, and help this mes- message speak to them. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's all I have to say, Jesus. So, thanks for being awesome. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Uh, prayer is is awesome. I love it, and I've really become confident in just having it be a conversation. Like me talking to you guys is no different from me talking to God. Now, yes, He is in a place of authority. I'm not saying that God is the same level as me talking to a friend. It's kind of like when I'm talking to a friend versus talking to a teacher. Like, when I'm talking to a teacher, I'm going to use different, you know, dialect than when I talk to a friend. Like, if I'm talking to a friend, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, look over there. That person's making a hot uh, hot dog or something. Yeah, I don't know. Um, now, with some teachers, I would say that. But, you know, if I'm writing an email to a teacher or something like, hello, my name is Abby Murphy, blah, 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 blah. I think that is kind of um a good way to interpret for myself at least how to speak to the lord because sometimes it's like do i talk to him like a friend do i talk to him like a, a ruler of an army and you know he's both he is both um he is, every, he is, he is everything he's all he's everything he's all around and i don't have an answer for you how you should speak to the lord because i think it's personal um you know, some people I hear and they're like, hey God, and that's how they start their prayers. Some people start with Lord, Heavenly Father, Jesus, you know, throwing out all of the names. Um, but what it does say in the Bible is to call upon the Lord and he will listen. So I do believe that, you know, we start our prayers with Lord, God, like repeat his name in the prayer. It's like, we are calling out to the Lord and he will listen, but you've got to call out to him, you know? And so often it's like, well, I just pray, through someone else or i just pray through what whatever it is. Um for me i catch myself like oh well, i just you know write down my prayers. Okay, that's great, but if i just write it down without thinking or i'm saying this to the lord, it's like well, you're just writing stuff down then. You know? It's like i got to call upon him first and be like lord, like hear this page see this page smell this page like feel this page I'm I am writing this to for through you um but anyways that's my little my little prayer reminder um but yeah I mean even confidence in prayer it's like people are like oh I don't want to pray because I don't think it'll be good if you're talking to the Lord if you're praying it's good who cares who cares it's to Jesus like I don't have people I I I don't filter what I say really talking to my mom because I'm afraid of like that people will think it's a bad conversation you know so when you think of it in that way that it's just a conversation between you and Jesus like who cares what people think You know now it is in front of people and i understand it's scary it's normal it's human but just start to remind yourself that it's a conversation and maybe that confidence will come through but um i looked up the dictionary definition of confidence and on the world wide web it says the feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something firm trust i think that's a great definition i really do the feeling or belief one can rely on someone or something as Christians, we are putting our full trace in the trust trace. Trust in the Lord. Um so and then yeah, so in the definition it says firm trust. So we are having a belief, a blind belief on and in and through someone. How do we go about this? Um, I am not confident when it comes to lots of things. Some things that come to mind voice cracks. I have voice cracked since day one, since I started singing, when I speak. I just voice crack all over the place, especially now when I sing and I get nervous, I just voice crack. And it is one of my most, like, my biggest insecurities. I am just so, I don't even know, like, I just voice crack. I do it. Like, people know I voice crack. It's just a thing. And it's not like a voice crack here and there. It's like, I do it consistently. Like, I just do. That's just how I am. Um and yeah, it kind of knocks my confidence down a lot. I get stage fright, which kind of plays into the voice crack thing. Um, for auditions, I get super nervous. Super, super nervous. Now, I've been able to channel that nervousness a little bit and and sit and, and remind myself, like, I'm really just singing to Jesus. I'm not, like, these are just people. These are people that I'm friends with. These are people that I may not know, but they're people just like me. They woke up and probably had coffee and breakfast this morning, just like I did, like are just people we're all brothers and sisters we're all on the same level in god's eyes so if i'm going for this audition or i'm going in front of these people and presenting something that i've been working on but we're all equal and the only one that's not equal with us is the lord like i am doing this for the lord he has given me this opportunity to do it so why should i lack confidence just because people are watching because the father's the one i'm singing to and he's always watching and if you get nervous in front of the lord like okay but he's not gonna send he's he's not gonna ordain that nervousness he doesn't want you to be nervous in front of him um yeah another another thing not really going along with like the art side of things body image that is something i think everyone boys and girls can men and women can relate to whatever age you are whatever gender you are it's like body image has become such a big thing such a big thing especially with social media um And it it just makes me sad because it's like, what is skinny and what is fat? What is plus size? Why is skinny have this kind of connotation? And why does fat have this kind of connotation? Why do you have to be plus size in order to be a plus size model? Like, why why is plus size a different category, I guess? Um, Why, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. There is change. But even in that body image world, it's like there is an image, a stereotypical image of what is desirable, but that changes every 10 years that changes and society puts this desire of, oh, this is the ideal body type now. This is what our eyebrows should look like. This is what our lips should look like. This is what your hips should look like. Big boobs, little boobs, big butt, small butt, large arms, little arms, slim toned like super buff uh tall short black white I mean it's like there's everything like dyed hair fake hair no hair I mean it's like it's there's been everything um involving appearance and it's like at the end of the day like it changes all the time so if we're allowing our confidence to be found in society. Well, I'm sorry to tell you, but that's going to change. So you are going to change and you aren't going to have something that you can fully rely on. So that right there explains why you aren't confident. Because body image for me is such a such a just touchy subject because I am so passionate about the Lord has designed you the way he wants you to be. He wants you to be healthy. He wants you to to be able to move your body. He has given us legs. He has given us arms. He has given us a desire to work. He has given us the ability to be able to move in jobs that we do and get up from a chair and walk to go to the printer or dance in theater or walk on a runway or play sports, the obvious one, or get walk from you know the drive-through window to the frying pan. I mean, these are all things that like, Our bodies are machines. They are mechanically, I guess, like intertwined or created. I don't know how Jesus created bodies. Don't ask me. I didn't create them. He designed your whole being in his image. Start to tell yourself that. Start to believe that pray through those words i am made in god's image i am made in god's god's image and you will soon start to transition finding your approval seeking the approval of the world through your body image to seeking the approval from the lord um and you don't have to seek for his approval and you'll learn that and you'll understand that and then that confidence will shine through no matter what stage your body is in because your body's going to change all the time. It is going to change constantly, especially for women. We go through many stages of the menstrual cycle, um, starting from hitting puberty, pregnancy, uh, menopause. I mean, there's everything. Um, and for men, you know, I'm not a man, so I can't relate, but I know if you are a male listening and you have struggled with body image, I know I've experienced close friends that have you know opened up to me and, and we've worked through that together. I get it from the male side of things. It's real and it's not talked about at all. This is all due to society telling us we're not good enough, therefore it's a lack of confidence. But when we find our confidence in the Lord, who who shall we fear? What shall we fear? What are we afraid of? like of our body looking different? Like why? Why are we scared of that? um proverbs chapter 14 verse 26 says whoever fears the lord has a secure fortress and for their children it will be a refuge don't fear what the world tells you fear the lord because when you fear the lord when you say oh my goodness this is the god of heaven's armies he is so powerful that's almost like a a fearful thing to where it's like i'm secure in that i'm secure that i know that the god of heaven's armies who i fear loves me and has made me in his image he controls everything And that's like a fortress around you that you can tell yourself. I don't know. I kind of went on a tangent, but it, it needed to be said. Another thing that I think everyone can relate to is you don't have confidence in everyone has been through the school system. Okay. So tune your ears in. If you've been dozing off a little bit, turn your listening ears on. When you remember, whether you're here right now or you're past it or you're not at that serious level of work yet, when you had a big test or something coming up, everyone's been there and you don't put in the work, you didn't do the homework, you weren't prepared, you don't feel confident for what you're about to go through. Whether you're going to have a seminar class where it's discussions and you didn't do the reading, you won't feel confident. Or if you have a test and you didn't do the studying, you won't feel confident. I believe this is the same way with the Bible because as Christians we find our confidence in the Lord. We find our identity in the Lord. We say, Lord, give me confidence. I know you've made me in this way, but if we're not putting in the work, we're not going to feel that. You can pray and prayer is powerful and you can wish, but the Lord has given us this beautiful book with his words in it to remind us that he has created us for greatness, but we've got to get into that in order to believe it. If we go to the lord and seek for his guidance and confidence yet we don't put in the work we aren't going to feel it same way with the test if you don't study if you don't put in the work you're not going to feel confident and it's going to be a guessing game like yeah it might work out for you but wouldn't you rather feel confident knowing um isaiah 41 10 says so do not fear for i am with you do not be dismayed for i am your god i will strengthen you and help you i will uphold you with my righteous hand he will strengthen us. We've just got to run to him. And if you're like, I don't know where to start with the Bible. Just start page one open. It's a very interesting story. The first chapter is so interesting. I bet anybody who just reads the Bible for the first time and starts with the first chapter will probably go on to read the second one. It's an interesting thing. What I like to do is look up things that I'm struggling with. Look up things that I'm interested in. Look up words that I don't understand. This morning I looked up circumcision. Okay pause don't look up circumcision that's gonna lead you to a scary thing don't tell don't don't go look up circumcision i'm not telling you to do that i looked up circumcision in the bible and why it was important i didn't look at pictures i didn't look at videos i don't don't, don't, know but i wanted to know the significance of like waiting eight days to be circumcised because that's how they did things back then i don't know i I didn't know if i don't know i was just curious well i'm telling you this because i'm just curious i'm not telling you to look up circumcision okay anyways whatever um Nothing is silly to look up and the internet is a great tool to be able to look up things in the Bible, especially when you don't know where to start. Don't start with circumcision. Anyways, that's the last, I'll, I'll save that. Start with Psalms. Psalms are a great way to just kind of like get introduced. Um, I really connect with the stories. Look up top 10 most popular stories in the Bible and you're like, well, what can a story have to do to relate me with confidence? You can find and relate to so many of these stories presented in the Bible that are factual, that are real, and you can see how God has strengthened these people or um, used these sad times to teach these people lessons. Or I mean, there's so many things that you can relate to, and and the beautiful thing about the Bible is that there's stories, but everyone relates differently because they're universal. They never, they never, you know, end. There isn't like a oh. You know, that's old news now. Like, you know, Frozen, it's kind of like, oh, well, it's overplayed. So like, eh, it's not really that good anymore. You know, like, it's not like that. I mean, if you love Frozen, I love Frozen. I just think it's a little overplayed. So it kind of takes the love out of it for me. What I'm saying is that's not the case. The Bible has been around forever. And yet it's still so prevalent. Um, Hebrews chapter 13, verse six says, So we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? At the end of the day... I know a lack of confidence stems from the approval of other people. It does. So, so speak this verse over and over in your head. Hebrews 13, 6. The Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? What can people do to me that will make me not loved and cherished and going to the kingdom of heaven like what can people do to take that away from me nothing it's promised me when i accepted jesus christ into my lord what let me backtrack rewind button when i accepted jesus christ as my lord and savior as the the being who took over my whole life i accepted him into my heart the holy spirit lives within me right Therefore, I can find my confidence in him. So when I when I find my confidence in him and, and speak with confidence that I know that he loves me and that I am going to heaven, what can people do? What can people do to tear me down? What work can, can teachers give me that truly make me incapable of doing anything in life? Like almost think of like the worst case scenario, like when you're not confident in what you want to do with your life and you start stressing about like, oh my gosh, like I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. Okay. Worst case scenario, you end up on the side of the road, no money, no nothing. You'll I, now that's not the case, but it's like, okay, well, what are the steps to get there? You know, cause I've, I genuinely thought like I'm going to end up like that. And, but some, sometimes those people are the happiest people in the world. Anyways, that's a side note. But what I'm saying is, okay, if that's the worst case scenario and I'm here right now, what steps in between that are going to lead me there? okay, so I'm here at Belmont University, I'm studying musical theater, well maybe I don't want to do that, if I change my major junior year, I think it's going to be too late, but I'll I'll go ahead and change it, if I change it my junior year, then I'm going to work super, super, super hard, and kind of like run myself into the ground, not get all of my deadlines, get F's in all my classes, and then be burnt out those last two years, then I'll fail college, if I fail college, then what, well then I guess I'll have to go back home and but then my parents are going to support me because I need to make money on my own okay so then go get a job okay well I you know I can't get this job I can't get this job because I don't have a degree if I don't have a degree well work at McDonald's save okay well that doesn't pay enough for this 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 and this and this and this and there are people that will help you The Lord is your strength. The Lord isn't going to give you something that you can't handle. But the thing is, your version of success might not be the actual version of success that you need. The Lord wants you to prosper. But he doesn't want you to prosper to the point where you make the earth your only idea of where your goal should be, right? If your goal is to be great while you have life on this earth, then you may not prosper in that. If my version of success is having a ton of money, the Lord might humble me and say, sorry, girl, like that's not the point of life. That's not success. But when you trust in the Lord and know, okay, in all honesty, worst case scenario, I'm not going to end up like that because there's so many things that would have to happen. And the Lord has got me and it may not look the way that I think it's going to look, but it's going to look the way that it's supposed to look. That's what truly matters. So at the end of the day, when you lack that confidence and you say, I'm not confident because of blank, speak these verses over to you. Remind yourself that your confidence is found in the Lord. Remind yourself that the Lord thinks you are perfect. Well, we aren't. We are not perfect. He is the only perfect thing. But he created you in his image and he is perfect. Therefore, the image he created. You know what I mean? We're not perfect. That's another thing you can remind yourself when you lack confidence is you don't have to be perfect. There's no possible way you can be at all. We're not. We're not. You can't be perfect. Have confidence in the fact that the Lord has made you the way he's made you and truly start to find who you are. It's a beautiful journey. You can do it. I have faith in you because I love you and Jesus loves you. And that's life that was a really good transition i'm proud of myself good job abby